In October 2018, the eyes of the world were fixed on the dramatic events in Turkey's biggest city, Istanbul. The Saudi journalist working in the U.S. for the Washington Post, Jamal Khashoggi, walked into his country's consulate in Istanbul, but was never seen again. All the evidence points to his murder and suggest his body was first dismembered and then disposed of. This horrific story has since been well documented, but there are still bits missing, and serious questions remain unanswered as to what happened to the body and who was ultimately responsible. I am Tamer Al-Mishal of Al-Jazeera Arabic, and I have been to Istanbul several times to try and find answers to these questions. A 15-man Saudi hit squad allegedly flew to Istanbul on Tuesday the 2nd of October, led by a man called Maher Abdelaziz Al-Mitrib. The Turkish Sabah newspaper in Istanbul became the main source of leaked information to those of us following the Khashoggi story. Mahir Abdulaziz Mutreb, cinayetten hemen sonra İstanbul'a inen, yaklaşık 17'de inen bir jetle binerek kaçıyor. Bir saat İstanbul'da sadece duruyor. O jetin burada... Pilotu dahi e, uçaktan ayrılmıyor, sadece aşağı iniyor. Benzinini, yakıt ikmali yaptıktan sonra Mutreb'i bekliyor. Özel uçakla e, gidiyor e, akşam 6'da ve diğer ikinci e, parti elemanlarda 22-30 civarında iki tane jetle Türkiye'yi terk ediyorlar. Olmadı. The Saudi hit squad flew into Istanbul's Atatürk International Airport on Monday the 1st and Tuesday the 2nd of October 2018. By 6 in the evening on the 2nd, Turkish intelligence already had suspicions that something had happened to Jamal Khashoggi inside the Saudi consulate. Al Jazeera got exclusive access to these documents. They are the Turkish authorities' reports on their investigation at Atatürk Airport. They say that a private Saudi jet took off without being searched. Another plane carrying members of the hit squad was searched. Turkish intelligence agents disguised as airport staff searched that second plane thoroughly before takeoff, but found no traces of Jamal Khashoggi. pilot, pilot. It apparently took Maher Mitrib, head of the Saudi hit squad, three hours to leave Istanbul. But Turkish security still doesn't know much of the detail of what happened in those three crucial hours. This is video showing the plane that picked up Maher Mitrib from Atatürk Airport. A black diplomatic vehicle belonging to the Saudi consulate drives up to the plane. Turkish security staff could not search this plane, and it took off around 6.30 p.m. on Tuesday, the 2nd of October. Only a few hours after Khashoggi was seen for the last time, 
What we don't know though is whether the plane was actually carrying Khashoggi's body, dismembered or otherwise. Mateen Arsuz is a former officer in the MIT, the Turkish National Intelligence Organization. He worked for the agency for more than two decades, including a period in Saudi Arabia. He's also had access to some findings in the Khashoggi case. There is evidence that Khashoggi's body was cut into several pieces after his murder. So I asked Ursus if these could have been smuggled out of the consulate or even out of the country in diplomatic bags. Çıkarken the 15-man Saudi murder squad arrived in Istanbul in three separate groups on the 1st and the 2nd of October. They then formed two groups. One group checked into the Movenbeek Hotel in Levin District, near the Saudi consulate. The other group went to the nearby Wyndham Hotel. The two leading members of the squad stayed in these rooms. Maher Abdel Aziz Al Matrib, the head of the hit squad, and Salah Al Tubayqi, a forensic expert believed to have been responsible for later dismembering Khashoggi's body. Also involved was the head of Saudi intelligence in Istanbul, Ahmed Abdullah Al-Muzayni. Mutreb, çok dikkat çekici bir adam. Yani operasyonu yöneten, bizzat ölümü gerçekleştiren bu şahıs, diğerleri silici diyebileceğimiz olayları temizlemeye çalışan kişiler. Şimdi bu ekibe en önemli planlamayı yapan bir istihbaratçı var. İstanbul'da görev yapıyor. 2015 yılında... Ahmet Abdullah Almuzayni, Suudi İstihbarat Servisinin İstanbul'daki şefi, bir ekimde geliyor İstanbul'a saat 16 civarında hemen konsolosluğa gidiyor. Konsolosluktan sonra da Belgrad ormanına gidiyor. Orada gizli bir görüşme yapıyor. Daha sonra da konsolosluğa dönüyor. Our information is that Ahmet Almuzayni flew to Riyadh. To receive the plan from Saudi Deputy Intelligence Chief Ahmed Asiri. Al Muzayni then told the Saudi consul in Istanbul, Muhammad Al Utaibi, of the plan. I asked Mateen Ursus if he had come across operations like this while he was in Saudi Arabia. 
الامني السعودي والاستخبارات السعوديه؟ السعودي استخباراتي son 20 yıl içerisinde çok değişti. Tabii orada ailelerin yapımı, yapısı bu 20 yıl içerisinde de 3 tane kral değişti. Hepsinin yaklaşımları farklıydı. Tabii Suudi istihbaratı bu kadar çok agresif değildi. Yani Suudi şu anki genel istihbaratın başında suçlanan Asiri de böyle bir yanlış karar alacak bir adam değil benim gördüğüm kadarıyla. Böyle bir operasyonun içerisinde nasıl bulunduğu ben şaşırıyorum. Ama onun onayı var. Yani emri Emir'i ondan almışlar. Tuesday the 2nd of October, the head squad checked out of their hotels. At 11 a.m., all 15 of them met at the Saudi consulate. At 1.14 p.m., Jamal Khashoggi walked into the consulate in the now famous video and was ambushed. Önce ayaklarını tutuyorlar, e, kollarını böyle arkadan tutuyorlar. Birisi arkadan poşet e, geçiriyor kafasına, e, debeleniyor, ağzını kapatmaya, elle kapatmaya çalışıyorlar. E, itiyor, e, benim diyor astım hastalığım var diyor, ciğerlerim rahatsız diyor, ağzımı kapatmayın diyor. Ama daha sonra o, oturduğu yerde poşeti geçiriyorlar, başkonsolosun odasında çok mücadele etmiş ölmemek için. E, maalesef ama 7 dakika dayanabilmiş. Boğulduktan sonra yere seriyorlar. E, boyu da uzun olduğu için Muhammed El Tubayi bu çok uzun bir adam. Ben bunu sonra keseceğim diyor. Kesmeye başlıyor. E, 30 dakika sürüyor. E, satırla e, parçalandıktan sonra e, Salah Tubayi e, poşet getirince niye duruyorsunuz orada çabuk olun diyor. Ee, parçaladığı yerde parçaladığı cesetlerin parçasını poşetlere koyuyor. Bu arada zımbayla e, şey yapıyorlar. O poşetlere zımbalayıp e, valizlerin içine koyuyorlar. E, cinayetin o boğulma e, başlamasıyla parçalanması yaklaşık bir buçuk saat sürüyor. At 3:08 p.m. several diplomatic cars left the consulate, taking different routes. Some went to the house of the Saudi consul, not far from the consulate. The Turkish security authorities put forward four possible options as to what happened to Khashoggi's body. One, based on movements of some of the hit squad, was that it was dumped in the vast Belgrade forest. Two, that it was taken to the Saudi capital Riyadh on the private Saudi jet. This is based on a remark the former Saudi royal court advisor Saud al-Qahtani is reported to have made in a leaked recorded Skype conversation. Bring me his head. Three, based on the idea put out by the Saudi government that there was a local collaborator and that the body was taken somewhere in Turkey. And four, that the body was taken to the Saudi consul's house. A theory we will return to later.
أين الجثة؟ لا ندري في من يقول هم ودوا وذوبوه في الأسيد في روايات أخرى بأن يقولوا يعني بعد ما قطعوا وضعوا الأجزاء إلى ثلاث دول يعني ورأسه ودوا إلى من طلبه يعني جيبوا رأسي قال قالوا جيبوا رأس رأسه شنو بو باشتا شوك دشنولدو يعني بونار كاختانينن بير أمري واريش كفاسنو كسين بانا جترين جيبي بير إفادسي وار أما إكسي بير دوس أجابا بو كسين كفاسنو جترين إفادسي هني بان أوني إكنا إدمت إكنا إتمي تشالوشيو سعودي العربستان جترولمسي كونوسوندا جنمسي كونوسوندا كاشكشيو إكنا أولمايينجا بير تبكي ولارك مسوليدي Yoksa gerçekten mi kafasını kesip getirin anlamında mı söyledi? Mustafa Al-Madani was a member of the Saudi hit squad. He was seen on the CCTV, leaving the Saudi consulate and walking around the streets of Istanbul, wearing the Ditkha Şükriz clothes. Al-Madani then went with another man to the Sultan Ahmed district, where he changed his clothes, took a taxi, and went back to his hotel. I tracked down the local taxi driver who drove Al-Madani and his colleague. He showed me the exact route he had driven them. Two Nereye gideceksiniz diye sordum. Mövenpik dediler. Hiç mövenpik, hangi mövenpik? Ee, otelin kartını verdi bana. Ben de baktım, dört mövenpik. Yani e, Suudi Arabistan konsolosluğuna yakın olan otel. Arasında iki kilometre bir mesafe var. Evet, aynı bu şekilde. Bu şahıs bu önde oturuyordu. الساعة كم نقلتم من عند السلطان أحمد؟ أولاً سونايدي، لأنّه إلّا أعطيتهم مشتريّدي. أنا الساعة 3 كبي أعطيهم أراجي، مسائي أصدقائي، يعني غندس تشالشاندا. أنا عيّة تشالشيّورم. الساعة 3دي، يعني 3 جوار، 3-3.5 جواريّدي. تام دقيق أوّلاً أتّرّيّامّيّورم، أما 3-3.5 جواريّدي. Tam bu, tam bu noktada indirdim. Tam bu noktada indirdim. Mövenpik otel burası dedim, gösterdim. Buradan, buradan böyle. Tam bu noktada bıraktığım için oradan da alt geçitten geçip otel de burası, Mövenpik otel. Buraya, buraya. Oradan en yakın çöp konteyneri burası olduğu için canavarlar poşeti buraya, muhtemelen buraya attılar. Evet. Polisin bana gösterdiği kamera görüntülerinde metro girişindeyken ellerinde poşet yok. Muhtemelen poşeti bu çöp konteynerine attılar. Başka çöp konteyneri yok. Buraya attılar. On the afternoon of Tuesday, the 2nd of October, a Turkish woman was waiting anxiously alone for Cemal Khashoggi outside the consulate. She was Khadija Jinkis, 
and she became famous overnight as the last person to see Khashoggi alive before he entered the consulate and later reported him missing. Jinkiz was widely discredited by the Saudi media, who cast doubt on her relationship with Khashoggi. I met Turan Qishlaqji, a mutual friend of Khashoggi and Khadija Jinkiz. جمال يوما اتصل بي من الأمريكا في نهاية في بداية سبتمبر كان قالت تران أنا أتي إلى تركيا عندي شيء أريد أن تتواصل معي قلت ما هو قال هناك بنت أنا أتراسل معها ورأيتها مرة مرتين أريد أن أخطبها هل تستطيع أن تزبل أبوها قلت جيد إذا هكذا أنا أستطيع أن أتواصل As Khashoggi's fiancé, Khadija Jinkiz has understandably avoided media attention since his death. She is heavily protected by the Turkish authorities, following leaked reports that she might also be a Saudi target. She agreed to speak to us in her first exclusive interview with Arab media. في هذا الموقف فيعني أنا لازلت لم أستوعب الأمر بصراحة يعني صحيح أني أجلس أتكلم ويعني أتكلم عن ما حدث ولكن الإنسان هو الكلمات تعجز كيف بدأت القصة بينك وبين جمال خاشقجي جمال بيلا İstanbul'a yakın bir zamanda geleceğini ve tekrardan görüşmek istediğini söyledi. Yani görüşmeye başladık tekrar İstanbul'a geldikten sonra. Ondan sonraki süreçte yani sadece genel olaylara dair, siyasi meselelere dair değil, beni tanımak istediğini ifade etti. Ben de kendisini daha yakından tanımak istediğimi söyledim. Ondan sonra ilişki bu şekilde ciddi bir hal aldı. Ondan sonra... Daha e, sonraki süreçte Türkiye'ye geldiği zaman e, bir ciddi e, adım atmak üzere e, ayrıldı. Ondan sonraki süreçte geldiğinde de zaten evlilik işlemleri için gelmişti. Hal temmet tevafuk ala mevud az-zafaf? Nam, kurna nukhattat ba'dil istilam el-varaqı nezheb ila beledeyye mücedid. Lehne yicib an yikun hunaki talib. وتم شراء الشقة وأسسنا نوعا ما في نفس الأسبوع كنا نخطط هذا الشيء يعني يوم الأربعاء ممكن يكون خميس الجمعة أو الاثنين سيدة خديجة هل كان هناك أي مكان آخر لإتمام هذه المعاملة الخاصة بالخطوبة للسيد جمال خشقجي غير القنصلية السعودية 
في إسطنبول. Bu konuyla alakalı çok fazla soru soruyorlar bana ama genel olarak şöyle bir şey var. Türkiye hükümetinin evlilikle alakalı bir müeyyidesi var. Özellikle Türklerin yabancılarla evlenmesiyle alakalı olarak medeni halinin bekar olduğunu ispat eden bir belge alması gerekiyor. Dolayısıyla bu belgeyi ya kendi ülkesinden alması gerekiyor ya da konsolosluktan alması gerekiyor. Bağlı bulunduğu konsolosluktan. Ve biz bunu bizatihi o gün, zaten kayıtlarda da göstermişlerdi, 28 Eylül'de İstanbul'da belediyeye giderek, bizatihi belediye görevlilerine sorarak bunun başka bir yolu var mı, nasıl yapabiliriz, resmi evlilik işlemlerini tamamlamak için ne gibi evraklar gerekiyor gibi soruları bizatihi Cemal'in de kendisinin bizatihi duyması açısından gidip görevlilerden kendimiz öğrendik. Onun dışında benim bildiğim kadarıyla şu ana kadar ikinci bir yöntem, Yoktu. Yani orada öğrendiğimiz bilgiler doğrultusunda hareket ettik. Keyfe marrat ziyara al-Ula al-Seyyid Cemal Khashoggi kanat fi 28 min September ila al-Konsuliye? İlk gittiğimiz zaman 28 Eylül'de zaten ilk ziyaret olduğu için ikimiz de biraz endişeliydik. Özellikle onun endişesinden dolayı ben de endişeliydim. Zaten beraber gitmiştik. Kapının önünde yabancı olduğum için, ben Sudarbistan'da olmadığım için ve benim işim olmadığı için beni içeri almadılar. Arkasından telefonlarını bana bıraktı. Yani ilk gittiğimiz zaman dediğim gibi ben e, kapının önünden hiç ayrılmadım. Giriş çıkışları falan sürekli kontrol ediyordum. İşte arabalara falan bakıyordum. E, ondan sonra işte saat 12'ye doğru 12-15 kala yani içeride 40-45 dakika kaldı kalmadı. Ve çok da iyi karşılamışlar zaten içeride onu. İşte halatır sormuşlar, çay kahve ikramında bulunmuşlar. Hatta çok mutlu çıkmıştı. Onun böyle rahat bir şekilde dışarı çıkmış olması... İkinci kere gitmesinde de kafasında herhangi bir soru işareti hiç bırakmamış olsa gerek ki tekrar ikinci kere gittik. After that first visit to the consulate on the 28th of September 2018, Khashoggi flew to London. He returned to Istanbul on the morning of the 2nd of October. He went to his new apartment. And then met Khadija Jinkies for a breakfast before the fatal follow-up appointment at the consulate. Benim üniversiteye gitmem konusunda ben işte bugün sana eşlik edeyim beraber gidelim diyince o zaman dedi ben konsolosluğu arayayım dedi onlara haber vereyim bugün geleceğim söyleyeyim. Sonra ben yani dedim hani aramana gerek yok yani sonuçta gideceğiz sana gel demişlerdi zaten salı günü aradı. Konsolosluğu. Sonra telefonda çıkan kişi ona sana biraz sonra geri dönelim demiş. Ee, ve yaklaşık bir yarım saat 40 dakika sonra falan konsolosluktan aradılar. Telefonu çaldı yani. Ve ona saat birde gelebileceğini söylediler. هما الذين حددوا الساعة الواحدة. نعم. خاشقجي must have known that his political views and his work for the Washington Post put him at considerable risk anywhere in the Middle East. But he needed the document to marry Khadija Jinkies. We now know that the meeting was a setup and that this was the last Khadija would see of her fiancé.
Jamal Khashoggi entered the Saudi consulate at 1.14 p.m. on Tuesday, the 2nd of October 2018. He had gone to collect a document he needed in order to marry his Turkish fiancée, Khadija Jinkiz, who waited patiently for him outside before calling their mutual friend. كان عندي ضيوف واذا بي وجدت خديجه تتصل كثير وقلت ما ثم فتحت ماذا حدث قالت سورا جمال دخل القنصليه والى الان ما خرج قلت كيف متى ذهبتم متى جاء رجع قال اليوم رجع رجع وجينا للقنصليه يعني بعض ميديا اورغانلرندا sanki جمال bana işte içeride bir şey olacağına dair Böyle bir isim listesi vermiş, işte şu kişiyi ara, bu kişiyi ara diye böyle bir şey olmadı. O tamamen e, Cemal'in e, başka bir e, durumla alakalı olarak bir, bir gün aramızda bir sohbet geçmişti. Dediğim gibi hastalanmıştı o zaman. Burada bir programı vardı İstanbul'da. O zaman bana arkadaşı Yasin Akte'yi aramamı söylemişti. Ben yani bir anda geldi bu akıllı sureti. في كان الساعة أربعة وواحد وأربعين يعني هذا بعد بعد من دخوله تقريب يعني بالضبط ثلاث ساعات وخمسة وعشرين دقيقة اتصلت بالسفير المملكة السعودية كان سفير في أنقرة ورد علي في أول مرة وقال لي إن شاء الله أنا هذا شيء عجيب أنا إن شاء الله سأتصل بك أنا سأتصل أول بالقنصلية وأطلع على كل المعلومات وأعود إليك وبعد انتظرت ما عاد لم يعود يعني اتصلت به مرة ثانية ما رد علي ورسلت ارسلت رسالة وما ما ما رد على الرسالة نحن فهمنا هذا وشيء يجاوز حدود صلاحيته ساعة ساعتين ثلاث ساعات ثم اتصلت على السيد ياسين اقطاي بداية لماذا كل هذا الانتظار الطويل؟ Açıkça söylemek gerekirse yani bu konuda gerçekten e, e, benim neden o kadar süre orada beklediğim e, birincisi benim aklıma hiçbir şey gelmedi. Yani endişeyle, korku içeride bir şey olabileceğine dair. E, bir önceki ziyareti zaten 40-45 dakika sürmüştü ve e, evrakları sesim almadan çıkmıştı. Ben yine e, böyle bir şey olduğunu düşündüm. Yani içeride e, bir e, konuşma, bir sohbet... Ee, bir önceki gittiğinde evrakları almadığı halde bir saate yakın kalmıştı. Şimdi herhalde evrakları almasıyla ilgili ya da imza ya da vesaire bir şeyler yani bu kabilden bir şeylerin olduğunu düşündüm. Selamun Aleyküm. Aleyküm Selam. Allah barik fiyi. Kif harbisiz Cemal? I interviewed Cemal Khashoggi in December 2017. about Mohammed bin Salman's political and social changes in Saudi Arabia. I said I thought that the Crown Prince got very positive media coverage of his reforms, internally and internationally. But wasn't he just trying to cover up a lot of the secrecy in society and the human rights abuses in Saudi Arabia over four decades? <laughs> وكانت بحاجة إلى قائد شجاع يخلصها من هذا التشدد والأمير محمد قام بهذا الدور ربما توجد حساسيات في فتح تلك الملفات وإن كان من الصحي أن نتناقش بحرية 
حول تلك المرحلة ومسؤوليات من سمح بها لكن هذه تحتاج إلى أجواء حرة الأجواء الحالية لا تسمح بذلك وإنما هي أقرب ما تكون إلى أجواء استهداف واتهام Not much was widely known about Jamal Khashoggi before his murder. I asked his friend Turan Qishlaqji to tell me more about him, about why he was banned from writing and tweeting in Saudi Arabia, and why he had traveled to the U.S. to work. كان يفكر أنهم يأخذونه ويسجنونه. هل عرض عليك أي من هذه الرسائل؟ نعم جمال قال لي هذا لو ذهبت إلى السعودية سيسجنني مباشرة والتهديدات الاتصالات هناك تهديدات أيضا كان موجودة أيضا كان يقول حتى من تويتر أيضا يقول هناك من يهددني أيضا ولكن ما كان يخاف من هذا هذا ما كان تهديد ولكن كان يقول حينما أخرج بعض الدول ضعيفة لعلهم سيختتفونني من هناك بطائرة خاصة ايضا كان يقول هذا طائره خاصه تختتفون الى السعوديه ويسجنونني في السعوديه ايضا وهناك عرض ايضا من السعوديه ان يوقف مقالته ويسكت ايضا. The Saudi government was extremely slow to comment on the Khashoggi case but it was forced to bow to international pressure. And five days after his disappearance, the Reuters news agency was invited into the consulate in Istanbul in an attempt to show they had nothing to hide. المواطن جمال غير موجود في القنصلية ولا في المملكة العربية السعودية والقنصلية والسفارة تبذل جهود للبحث عنه ونشعر حنا بقلق أزاء. The Crown Prince has denied this. The Crown Prince is not aware of this. Even the senior leadership of our intelligence service was not aware of this. But these initial Saudi responses did not have the effect they had hoped for. A major diplomatic row blew up between the Turkish and Saudi governments. Evidence shows that the first contact between the two countries over the murder was a phone conversation between the head of Turkish intelligence, Hakan Fidan, and Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman in the evening of the 2nd of October. Turkish intelligence was clear that Khashoggi had not left the consulate. Fidan asked MBS to admit what had happened to Khashoggi so that the case wouldn't damage Turkey-Saudi relations. But Mohammed bin Salman denied any knowledge of events and thought that he was being threatened. That was the end of the phone call. Reuters انتهت مصداغيتها. هؤلاء المسافرون ذهبوا إلى تركيا للسياحة. وخرج بعد 20 دقيقة. مثل ما قالت المصادر السعودية تماماً. هذا أبحكني كثيراً حكاية أنهم قتلوه وقطعوه. ماذا ستستفيد لو قلنا مثلاً بأن قطر اختطفت جمال خاشقجي؟ دائماً ما يقال ابحث عن المستفيد في أي حادثة. From the start, Ankara demanded that Riyadh respond to its many questions and name the members of the murder squad. At the same time, 
there was an explosion of media stories built on leaked Turkish information, one day after another, aimed at getting the Saudis to come clean about what had happened. Saudi Arabia and its supporters came under increasing pressure. I asked Orhan Sali of the Turkish TV channel Ahabar why information was released bit by bit. The Turks claim to have made a set of audio recordings of exactly what happened in the consulate. But as part of their strategy, they didn't make these recordings public. Instead, they sent them to the intelligence agencies of other countries, including the American CIA. I went to the Turkish capital Ankara to meet a member of parliament, Amrullah Ishlar. He is known for having a close relationship with Turkish president, Rajab Tayyip Erdogan. السعوديون أخطأوا يعني في التخطيط يعني هم كانوا واثقون من أنفسهم اعتبروا أن تركيا دولة بسيطة جدا لكن تركيا دولة كبيرة في المنطقة وقوية فلذلك الحمد لله بفضل يعني نشاط السلطات الأمنية ظهرت هذه التسجيلات واتضحت هذه الجريمة لماذا تركيا تحفظت على هذه التسجيلات وتتحفظ على نشرها حتى اللحظة؟ هل هي ورقة قوية بيد تركيا تريد أن تبقيها؟ طبعاً يعني مثل هذه التسجيلات لا تنشر في الحقيقة ولكن تبقى لدى الدولة يعني لإثبات هذه الجريمة. Those who heard the Turkish audio recordings, however, were convinced that Khashoggi had been horrifically murdered inside the consulate. But the question remained as to what happened to his body. The consulate became a media hub and was under constant Turkish surveillance. Then on the 15th of October, 13 days after the murder, Turkish investigators were allowed into the Saudi consulate for the first time. I visited the forensic security center where the investigators had analyzed the samples that they had collected from the consulate and the Saudi consul's house. 
The information I obtained suggested that the Saudi team had arrived at the consulate after the murder to hide the evidence. They had painted the walls of the consul's office where Khashoggi was killed and his body dismembered. In their nine-hour search, the Turkish investigators removed the new paint and found samples of Khashoggi's blood on the walls, as well as fingerprints of the Saudi hit squad. The Turkish criminal investigation continued for a further five months, focused on identifying what had happened to Khashoggi's body. This is the house of the Saudi consul, Mohammed Latibi. It's here that members of the Saudi hit squad were caught on CCTV carrying suitcases soon after Khashoggi's disappearance. Turkish investigators thought this provided the evidence as to how Khashoggi's body had been disposed of. But there was more. The investigators made an extraordinary discovery. A huge oven, which they believe was built especially to dispose of the body. We can now show exclusive pictures of this oven while it was being constructed in the period leading up to Khashoggi's disappearance. These pictures were taken secretly by the man who built the oven in April 2018, the time when Khashoggi first started visiting Istanbul. I met this man who agreed to talk to me on condition that his complete identity was concealed. كان يشوي خويريف في بيته باسطنبول ونحن بس بلشنا شغل أجا القنصل وعطاني ورقة فيها مؤاسات المطلوبة للفرن أنا قلت له يعني طال عمرك ما بدي ورقة ولا قياسات أنا عندي القياسات وأنا بشتغل أفران للخويريف يعني يعني أفران للخويريف معروفة يعني إلى سيستم يعني بنعرفه نحن قياسات معينة وموحدة وكل شيء قام قال لي لا تشتغل بهاي الورقة انت على هاي الورقة قلت له ايه مثل ما بدها لما شفت ال شفت القياسات قلت له يعني قلت له هذا مو فرن مندي هذا فرن صهر يعني فرن قوي جدا فغضب مني وقال لي انت بتشتغل وما بتناقش فانا قلت له بامره خلاص مثل ما بدك ما ما بتناقشك لانه بالنهاية انا يعني عامل بدي اشتغل واعيش على صارت مهمتي أنا أصنع فرن صار يعني مو فرن فرن خواريف أول شيء المقاسات اللي طلبها القنصل كبيرة كتير وما بتشوي خروف بتشوي زلمي تاني شيء يعني درجة الحرارة فيه قوية يعني بتصل للألف ألف ومية درجة الحرارة بينما الأفرام العادية يعني درجة حرارته ستمية وبطبيعة الأحوال نحن نشتغل الأفران يعني الخروف ما بده درجة حرارة عالية يعني بيستوي فورا يعني لذلك أنا استغربت
وهي درجة الحرارة يعني الألف وميتين اللي طيلبينها هن تقريبا يعني على موجب ما عطينا القياسات بتصور بعض معادن يعني مو تشوي خروف بعدين طلبوا بالورق القياسات موجود طلب رئيسي انه يكون حجر الفرن بازلت مو فخار يعني حجر بازلت بتحمل ضغط حرارة قوي جدا مو مثل الفخار الفخار بتحمل بس له يعني حرارة معينة اكثر ما بيحسن بتجوزه اما البازلت بتحمل قوة جدا وثالث شيء رابع شيء يعني هو الاخير انه ركبنا نحن البواري بالفرن طلعوا اجوا شافوهم قال لا هدول البواري ما بيمشي حالهم كمان اجا معلومات انه هدول البواري ما بيشتغلوا معه يعني ما بيشتغلوا بالفرن لانه الفرن صار كبير والبواري صغار لذلك رجعنا غيرنا البواري ضعف اللي كانوا موجودين يعني صار البواري يتناسبوا مع الفرن او المقاسات اللي هن طيبينهم صار الفرن قوي جدا حتى الفرن مقاسه اكبر حتى الفرن اغمق يعني يعني نحن بنشتغله بالعاده يعني اصغر منه يعني هو ضعف صار An oven this size would certainly have been powerful enough to dispose of Khashoggi's body. The Turkish authorities established it had been used for three days after the suitcases were carried into the consul's house. They also discovered that an order had been placed for 45 kilos of red meat from one of the top restaurants in Istanbul. They thought that this large quantity of meat was used to disguise the burning of Khashoggi's body and hide all traces of it. المواطن جمال غير موجود في القنصليه ولا في المملكه العربيه السعوديه ونشعر حنا بقلق ازاء هذه هذه القضيه. انا ادعو الى التعدديه يجب ان يسمح بكل الاراء لكل الافكار نحن في السعوديه بنمر بحاله تحول هامه جدا وتحتاج إلى جهد كل مثقف سعودي أتمنى أن يسمح للجميع بالحديث والتعبير على الرأي الحادث اللي حدث مؤلم جداً لجميع السعوديين خاصة للمواطن السعودي أظهرت التحقيقات الأولية التي أجرتها النيابة العامة أن المناقشات التي تمت بينه وبين الأشخاص الذين قابلوه أظهرت وفاته رحمه الله والتحقيقات ما زالت مستمرة مع On the 20th of October 2018, five days after Turkish investigators had discovered the fresh paint and the blood on the walls of the consul's office, the Saudi government finally admitted that a crime had been committed inside the consulate. But their story was still vague. Rather than referring to Khashoggi's murder, they talked about a local collaborator in Turkey, but with no details. Saudi Arabia said it would bring those involved to justice and demanded the execution of five of the alleged murderers. But the murder squad's whereabouts were still unknown and the consul had left Istanbul. هناك من يتساءل لماذا سمحت تركيا للقنصل السعودي بمغادرة اسطنبول؟ اثناء مغادرته طبعا ما كان مطلوب وما كان معلوم دوره في في هذه الجنايه، هو كان له حصانه حصانه 
في تلك الحالات القضاء هو هو الذي يسيطر على الموضوع وطبعا تاخرت القضاء تاخر في هذا الموضوع The whole affair has fundamentally affected Turkey's relationship with Saudi Arabia as well as with UAE and has changed global views about the morality of their behavior. مخططون لهذا الحادث ارادوا الاساءه الى تركيا مع الاسف ولكن الحمد لله لم ينجحوا. كيف؟ يعني طبعا ارادوا ان ان تقع تركيا في ورطه. أن في تركيا يقتل رجل أو يخطف رجل أو يغيب يعني على الأنظار والسلطات التركية لا تدري أي شيء عن هذا الشخص. Birleşik Arap Emirlikleri olsun, Suudi Arabistan'ın olsun, onların istihbarat hedefi önceliklerini arttırdı. Bu hareket, yani şimdi Suudi Arabistan temsilcilikleri veya onunla birlikte çalışabilecek istihbarat organizasyonları öncelikli bir hedef haline gelmiştir Türk kontraspiyonajının. For the international community. The question is whether the operation had the approval of Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman. Saudi Arabia, however, says it has started court proceedings against those it believes were involved. At the UN Human Rights Council in Geneva in mid-March 2019, the head of the Saudi Human Rights Commission made a brief statement about the trial. بعد توجيه الاتهامات لمن توافرت ضدهم الأدلة الكافية وبدأت المحكمة في عقد جلساتها But the Saudi failure to provide any names or details or agree to a UN-led investigation into the murder didn't convince human rights organizations They refused the international independent investigation that's mean they are hiding something and what they are hiding, they're hiding uh, the name for the person who ordered all of this operation. Uh, the person who ordered this operation, he is still safe and he's still uh, leading the country. It's what we've seen from the, the outset since this whole, uh, whole saga uh, became, uh, became public is a series of obfuscations and denials by Saudi Arabia. Um, some uh, cases where their accounts simply do not fit the facts. Uh, and so it's very difficult to have uh, confidence in their, in their narrative. Whatever the status of the Saudi court case, Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman still has tough questions to answer about his alleged role in the affair. A week before the Geneva statement, 36 countries issued a joint statement condemning Saudi Arabia's treatment of detained activists. But despite the international outcry over Khashoggi's murder, some countries continue to trade freely with Saudi Arabia. The kingdom still refuses to agree to a UN-led investigation. And despite the volume of powerful evidence, we still don't know whether those ultimately responsible for Khashoggi's death will ever be openly held to account.